words on water. Excited for this episode. Uh, Soha Neso Masonga has uh, been at WEF for the past four months uh, through an internship. Uh, she's the guest here. She's from Botswana and very excited to talk to her about her background, uh, water in Botswana, her time here at WEF, and what she's going to be doing next. So, Soha, thank you for coming on uh, the podcast. Thank you so much, Trevor. I will start by uh, talking about my background. Like you have said, my name is Tsuranzo Masunga from Botswana, from the southern part of Africa. I am an IREX fellow on Community Solution Program. Community Solution Program is a program facilitated by IREX and supported by the U.S. state government. It is a leadership program for those working on community development in addressing environmental issues, gender issues, peace, conflict mm. resolution and transparency and accountability. I myself as an environmental fellow in, in water and sanitation hygiene issues. I was then merged and hosted in Water Environmental Federation, which is quite uh, exciting. If given an opportunity, I will definitely choose wealth. Mm. My educational background is on environmental science and sociology. I have experience on working with communities on sustainable development issues, particularly water sanitation and hygiene in Southern African countries such as Angola, Namibia and Botswana. I have worked as a community-led total sanitation coordinator, training and empowering communities to title the impact of uh, open defecation and its health effects to basically encourage communities to stop open defecation and build proper uh, improved latrines. I have further then joined the JG Africa Engineering and Environmental Consultancy and the USAID Resilient uh, Waters Program where I implemented the community water supply governance model. And my responsibilities was to capacitate and uh, train remote communities to build a strong governance model around the maintenance, the use and the functionalities of the of their water uh, points or their water supply infrastructures. This was to enable communities to have access to clean and safe water for drinking and creating ownership on their water supply infrastructures. Because as you know, there's in, in, in my country where there's uh, existing water supply infrastructures, we tend that they, they are not functioning, they are broken down because of lack of ownership and, uh, and sustainability. So the water governance uh, model that I implemented through the uh, USAID Resident Waters Program was to ensure that communities are in a position to be able to manage their water supply infrastructures, like creating committee structures such as water user committees to be able to manage the whole process of water 
to avoid the vandalism, the breaking down, because now there'll be ownership, there'll be a structure that is, you know, facilitating the whole management program. Thank mm. you so much. Oh, wow. In- incredible. My yeah. job. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot, a lot of big challenges and, and tough work there. Uh, you know, you talked, you talked about the water situation in Botswana, uh, when it comes to access to clean water and sanitation, is it imp- is are things improving? Is it are more people gaining access to those to water and sanitation? Yes, it is basically improving because there are uh, many measures and strategies that both the uh, private organization and also uh, the government organization is working. You know, putting a lot of effort to to ensure that uh, a remote. Uh, areas have access to to water supply. It's just that you, in those programs that the government and also private entities are doing to roll out those infrastructures, they are not uh, coupled with uh, capacity building in terms of maintenance and management. That's where now the program rises, where the, the remote communities were stay for a very long time without water just because of the lack of management something is broken in the gov because since these communities are in outreach areas and remote areas where the terrain is bad the roads are not good so it's not uh, really feasible for uh, government officials to travel such long distances so with the effort that we are putting in ensuring that communities are in a position to manage we are sure that the issue of water supply will not be a problem in remote communities in my community back home. Mm, incredible. So you have been, like I said, you've been here at the Water Environment Federation for about four months, and through this through this internship, uh, what what have you been doing? What what have you what have you learned, and what has the experience been like? Okay. I will uh, say, you know, choosing WEF was a great, uh, uh, let me say, was a turning point for my profession and also for my community back home. Um, like I said, that I'm a, I'm a CSP fellow on environmental issues, which is my thematic area. So with the expertise that I have on water, sanitation and, and hygiene, therefore it was feasible for me to be hosted in in, in, in WEF. So I wanted an organization that deals with creating sustainable water solution for communities. Therefore, WEF was the perfect organization that I choose to, to work with. Given that, you know, WEF provides technical education and training for thousands of uh, water professionals and with a focus of protecting public health and saving communities and supporting clean water worldwide. Therefore, I wanted to be part of this amazing team that works towards facilitating communities to have access to clean water. So one of my practicum goal was to coordinate uh, with uh, U.S. stakeholders that deals with WASH. Mm. So choosing WASH assisted me to network with those WASH organizations, such as Water for People, Xylem, and many others that I had to connect with. And the second goal that I wanted to achieve during my four months practicum work with WEF was to explore different measures and strategies that addresses water challenges. Therefore, with the uh, WEF's 
vision of a life free of water challenges, a world where each person has access to water and sanitation was uh, mm. the best uh, thing that I've ever done. And also with their mission to inspire water community and pursue human and environmental well-being, this really greatly motivated me to join Water Environment Federation to be part of this mission and exchange skills and knowledge and implement the learnings that are back home when I get back home and also sharing with uh, WEF as an organization on my expertise that I do when it comes to addressing issues of water. And I am, I will definitely say with being, having this time with WEF for five months, I am in a position to further when going back home to cultivate a purpose-driven community to sustainable water solution and further advance the sustainable development goals, especially the SDG 6, which is mm. access to clean uh, water and sanitation for all. So I really enjoyed my, my time here. Yeah. And as part of your time here, you went to the WEFTEC, which is the biggest water conference in the world, really, every year. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Oh, <laughs> WebTech was an amazing event for yeah. me. You know, given that it was my first time attending WEF, it was an eye-opener to the amazing, great work that uh, WEF does. Getting to see a community of water professionals getting together to connect and transform tomorrow in ensuring that community has sustainable water solutions was super great. Mm. To experience the water sector community sharing techniques, innovative ideas, you know, those big issues <laughs> and solutions in addressing water and sanitation challenges was impressive. I had the opportunity to be part of the volunteers to participate in Water Palooza ah. and the and the community service project. Being part of implementing the green infrastructures pro project, where we joined hands together with other water professionals, leaders, and young pro professionals to plant uh, trees and plants to to match the greener St. Augustine School. It was so amazing, you know, to mitigate the storm water to ensure a safe and friendly learning environment for the for the for the student was so amazing. And what really touched my heart is after this community service pro program at the Green uh, Infrastructure Project, just to get to see the feedback of the teachers of the management of the students where they have to express their joy that they are not no longer going to be marching in in in, in storm water mm. you know they are, they were so very happy even the neighboring households were so excited about this 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 program so as a uh, person who is like on wash and mostly on on the technical side like field basis so it was good to interact with the community and see that uh, solution being being done i will definitely uh take these learnings and skills back home to my yeah. home communities especially those communities that are in flood plains back home because we have communities that are located within flood plains so when it rains they get to have so many standing water so 
I also had the opportunity to sit in the SDGs theater in the Global Center, and I listened to the great innovative presentation of various water and sanitation professionals as they shared how they achieved and addressed uh, water challenges. I remember the, 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 the presentation that I had to listen. This was at the SG theater where there was a water engineer professional. He shared you know, how they had to solve the problem of water in India, how yeah. there was a problem with, you know, getting, they had a problem with like no water and they have to stay so a long time without water. But then as he grew up, he started now working with relevant stakeholders to see how they can get to get like, uh, I'm not an engineering person, but I'll try to articulate it, <laughs> like to get to get maps, you know, to map down uh, like underground pipe pipelines to see where the problem could be that is leading to you know interruption of water. So eventually they managed to get machineries and stuff to see. Then with that it gave them like the whole map to see to identify where the problem is, and they eventually managed to fix it. And you know communities were happy and they had water. So it was really. Good. And I will say, given a chance again, I will definitely choose to, you know, to, to join WEF and, you know, get to explore sustainable water solutions in communities. Wow, fantastic. I'm glad you had such a good experience uh, with there being, you know, 18,000 people and 800 companies exhibiting. It's a lot. <laughs> There's a, a lot to take in, but uh, I'm glad it went well. So, you're heading back to Botswana soon. Uh, you know, could you talk a little bit about uh, what's what's next for you? Mm-hmm. I will say what's next for me uh, going back or returning back to my country. I'll be implementing uh, my community action project. Mm-hmm. I'll be focusing on creating sustainable wash solutions in remote communities. And this is a project that is aiming at building capacity for local communities and local authorities responsible for maintenance and management of water supply and sanitation infrastructure to be able to monitor and maintain their own water supply and sanitation infrastructure. Thereby basically to create ownership and sustainability in solving water and sanitation hygiene challenges in my country. And I will basically incorporate this as I am uh, aware that in my country, there's a problem of lack of, you know, proper sanitation facilities such as latrines. And there's also an issue of open defecation. So I'll also incorporate it with uh, implementing the community-led total sanitation program whereby I will be training communities to be aware of the dangers of open defecation and to basically construct proper latrines. I am aware that not every latrine is uh, is, is good. Looking at now, we are on the 18th, there's this upcoming infected, the, the world, you know, uh, toilet day, making mm. the invisible to be visible. So I will also co- incorporate that to be aware that not not any uh, Latin infrastructure is su- suitable for 
for, for, for that. It can easily contaminate underground water. So I'll make sure that I collaborate with the relevant stakeholders to be able to use the right, you know, model or the right standard when constructing those latrines so that we can be able to protect the water basin. As you know, Botswana is one of the nations southern Africa that has like access to you know waters from the river so it can easily if if not constructing the right for uh latching infrastructure then that could cause chaos in people's health. Mm. So that is basically my plan uh going back Oh. Well, that's a big plan. That's a lot of important work and tough work, but uh, we certainly hope that your time at WEF uh, has given you some lessons and some knowledge that you can take back and, and help make progress on those important challenges for the people of, of Botswana. So um, it was really wonderful to have you at WEF. It was great to talk to you for this podcast. Thank you and good luck. Thank you so much, Travis, for for your time and, uh, you know, give me this time to be able to share my learnings and uh, my plan going back home. Thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Travis.